The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. It's Monday night in Atlanta, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket Athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 is brought to you by Georgia Power, bringing you the energy for every game day and to your community, too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. Now, to get things started, we head live to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. Welcome in for another edition of GT60 here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's our last GT60 before the holidays. A busy week for your Georgia Tech men's basketball team. A home game Wednesday versus Ball State. Then they pack their bags for three games at the Diamond Head Classic in Honolulu. But before that... We unpack what happened this past weekend against number 8 Kentucky and Rupp, and we look forward to doing so with your phone calls and tweets, which you can get lined up right now, 866-477-7020, the number toll-free and statewide. And you can also chime in with the question on Twitter. Just use the hashtag GT60. I'm Andy Demetra welcoming you in. And without further ado, let's welcome in. Your head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastor. Coach, good to see you. I'm doing well. Great to see you. Thanks for uh, having me. I, uh, <clears throat> we got a lot to talk about. Uh, got to talk about the Kentucky game, just the whole atmosphere and the preparation, and then also uh, the game itself, and then our preparation for this upcoming week versus uh, uh, Ball State, and then into Hawaii uh, with Boise State, and then either Houston or Portland, and then from there on on Christmas Day, you know, hopefully we're playing in the championship. But uh, so we have a lot to talk about. We need to get at it, um, and. Um, I don't like coming here on these Mondays not coming off of wins. These are back-to-back Saturdays when we come off for a loss. and Not that I don't enjoy talking with you, Andy, but I just really enjoy talking with the fans after wins, you know. But as a head coach, I think it's just as equally as important to, to make sure that we communicate and – and talk about the situations of even when things don't go our way. Mm-hmm. And um, and this gives us an opportunity to talk about the Kentucky game. You had a question? Go ahead. Well, 67-53 was the final on Saturday. It was not a game without its resilience. You had slashed a 12-point deficit down to three at the 13-50 mark in the second half. But from that point, when we caught up afterwards on Saturday, you said it boiled down to 11 points that you felt your team left on the floor at that moment, and then Kentucky was able to to stretch it out and pull it away. Well, let me back that up because after watching the tape, I have I, I'm, I have a more clearer picture um, on that. And uh, so, a few things. Number one, we really executed the game plan. Uh, I was really proud of our guys on the execution that we did. Uh, we had great execution. Uh, we went in talking about, and we played, you know, obviously multiple defenses for 40 minutes. But we went in the game saying we need to score. If we score 65, we win the game. And the reality of that is, is if we scored 65, we would have won the game. Uh, yes, they scored 67, but you know what I mean. And so um, we and we followed the game plan of what we needed to do defensively um, to to a T. And I was really proud of our guys. Now they hit a couple tough twos. Now uh, they hit some tough twos. I thought Ashton Hagens was really really good. Um, but let me just tell you this. Kentucky escaped with a win. Uh, the, you know, we left a lot of points on the board. We, we should have won the game. And I was really proud of how our guys played and executed. Now, shoulda, coulda, woulda doesn't do you any good, and, and, and that gets you and I, uh, you know, a nice uh, tea 
or lemonade, depending on where you like to go, you know, but um, it doesn't count in the win column, shoulda, coulda, woulda, or, uh, and, and so we've got to be able to finish. Um, and so I'm just telling you, though, that I really felt we played well. And as you know, Andy, I'm going to, I'm an, I'm an optimist, I'm positive, I'm, I'm going to be upbeat no matter what, uh, but I'm also going to try to always tell it like it is for the fans so they have a feel and understanding on that. And um, and just kind of like you know how I felt after each game, but with this, with the Kentucky game, we we did a lot of good. Now, the first half we were up twenty six twenty one, and there was a series there where James Banks got his shot blocked right at the rim. Um, another series where he missed two free throws, he got fouled, and then he had another one that he missed right by the hoop. He left six points on the boards, James Banks, and 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 this isn't being mad at James this is just that stretch in the first half there were six points left in the on the on the board there and like I said James two free throws who's been one of our best free throw shooter missed a point blank dunk and missed another short hook and in the second half I said we missed we left 11 points on the board we really left 13 points on the board uh we was 44 41 and Michael DeVoe had a wide open three missed it Khalid Moore then came down and shot a three that went in and out. Um, then Michael DeVoe came and had another open three that um, he really he, he he missed it wide open. Then he had a layup that rimmed in and out that he missed. And then Asante Price had a layup point blank. That's 13 points we left on the board. Um, and when you're playing a team like a, a team at that caliber like Kentucky, you're just not able to do that. And and so those two areas in the first, that one area in the first half, that one area in the second half, we just left points on the board. We played good enough defense and executed the game plan well enough to put ourselves in a position to win. But you just, when you're in those type of situations, and, he, you know, we were down, obviously, with not having Usher and Alvarado. So, the, you know, our margin for error even goes, you know, less. And, and we just needed to, you know, to finish out the game in, in, in some of those areas. It could have been a whole different game. Now, you got to give Kentucky credit. They did a great job of Michael DeVoe. They're an elite defensive team. They're very good. They're a very good basketball team. I think Ashton Hagens, who's from here in, in the state of Georgia, who we recruited hard and heavy, uh, has just he's continued to get better. He was a really, really good player for them. And, uh, um, and, uh, and look, it was, you know, I, I felt really good, and we had some chances. We really, really did. And as I told our team today, we went through the whole film session. I went through each guy, like just about each each segment. And I told Michael DeVoe, like, Mike, you're everyone's top target on the scouting report. And I, I know we talked about this last week, and he, people are going to try to just eliminate you. And you've got to really help us and your game by doing other things that, that affect winning. Defensive rebounding. You've got to get back to being better defensively. You've got to have a defensive mindset, a 50-50 ball mindset, a crackback mentality uh, on the glass of a guard rebounder. We need you back to which will open things up for your offense because the more that you can rebound as a guard, we don't have to have any uh, exchange of an outlet and then you'll be able to sprint the ball up the floor, get a basket or two, um, and that will just help us as, as we continue to move forward. Uh, and it will help you. It will get your rhythm and flow and energy just going with the ball. The ball will find you in good spots. Um, 
And so that's just something that he's got to continue to to understand now. And we'll talk about it later. Jordan Usher becomes eligible on Wednesday. And then when we get Jose Alvarado back, uh, you know, that, that maybe takes some tension and stress and pressure off of him. Let me say a few other things, Andy. Um, our free throw shooting, it's just been, it's mind boggling. I, I told Khalid, I don't want to say what I told Khalid, but, and I thought, I thought, I thought, well, here's what I told Khalid in one of the timeouts, because he missed the front end of a one-and-one, and he did it. I put him at point guard. I was going to ask you about that. I, we'll, I, we'll save that topic for the next segment, but, yeah, go on. Well, well, I was going to go into it. Do you want to save it? I'll, well, I, I, you want to go to a break right now? We're coming up on a break. Okay. So why don't we do that first? Okay. I do want to talk more about uh, what you saw from your observation and then that wrinkle you threw at Kentucky, yeah. which we hadn't seen in the previous seven games, which was using Khalid more at the point, how that might have positively impacted the team, particularly in the first half when you shot 50% from the floor. Again, you didn't get the result at the end of 40, but you look forward to erasing that with the next game Wednesday at home. Be out here at McCamus Pavilion as your Yellow Jackets for the very first time play host to the Ball State Cardinals. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetriev. This is GT60. It's presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. We'll be back after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling as we welcome you back to GT60. Of course, everybody is uh, looking at paradise right now. Georgia Tech playing in the Diamond Head Classic in Honolulu, December 22nd, 23rd in the finale on Christmas Day. But some business to tend to here at McCamish before that. That's Wednesday night at 7 p.m. when we tip off versus Ball State. Make sure you're here at McCamish. If not, we'll have pregame coverage starting for you at 6.30. All right, so topic that we began before the break, and that was you sliding Khalid Moore to the point for – in many cases, long stretches of that first half. Well, Khalid had six assists, by the way, which is a career high a week ago Saturday versus Syracuse. How do you think that worked out? Yeah, let me tell you my thought process behind it, Andy. <clears throat> first of all, a few things. One is I wanted to I wanted to try to take some pressure, some stress and tension off of off of uh, Khalid, or excuse me, off of Michael DeVoe and Bubba Parm and have somebody else, hand, especially Bubba. I was saying, how do we get Bubba going? Because he's better than these, you know, some of the things he's been doing. Um, uh, so uh, anyway, um, I said, uh, <clears throat> I said we got to get. Let's look at Khalid at the point. I remember when I was with Calipari at Memphis, and we were struggling to start the year, and then we moved Tyreek Evans to the point guard. Now Tyreek Evans ended up becoming a lottery pick, and et cetera, et cetera. But it was a great adjustment, and it worked itself out for us, and we ended up winning 27 straight games or something like that. Um, I thought that that um, moving Kali to the point with his size would be good for us, and so that's what we did. And I actually think it helped Bubba Parm. I thought Bubba played really, really well, made some big threes, did some other good things. He's got to be better in, in some different areas on defensively, but did a lot of good, uh, played 37 minutes, uh, you know, <clears throat> and I'm hoping that same type of mentality will also help Michael DeVoe to give him some um, allow him to to, to to take some stress and pressure and tension off him so you know I thought Khalid was really good for the most part 
I told him his number one job is at the point guard spot is just don't turn the ball over. Don't turn the ball over. The turnovers drive us nuts. It drives me crazy. Just, I mean, look, there could be a turnover here or there, um, um, you know, where you where you charge a guy or a little thing here and there. But the, the, the pick sixes, just, yeah. just make the right, smart decisions. Uh, but, you know, I thought he did a lot of good. Like I said, I mean, he was active. Um, uh, he played hard. He competed. I thought he made a lot of good decisions. And so that was a that was a real positive for us. That was a real positive for him. Um, <clears throat> so that was good. That was good. Now, let me just say a few other things on back to our free throw shooting. And that and he missed those front end of one on one in the second half where he missed. You know, it's just I mean, those things are just four point swings. That's what happened to James Banks in the first half when he misses two free throws. When we miss free throws like that, it's just the, the, the swings and the momentum. Um, and, and we're just, you know, today I spent a good 35 minutes after practice just with Khalid working on his free throw shooting. And I was telling him, you, uh, here, here's my, here's my, you know, I'm, I'm analyzing it. And, and instead of correcting everything with your shooting, man, it's all about your breathing. When you go up there, you look so tense, your body's tight, your shoulders got, your shoulders have stress. Your neck is bubbling with tension, um, and 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 so what I need you to do is before you shoot, before that ball is released, we need to have a, a a nice soft shot with a nice soft touch, and I want you to really focus on your breathing, and um, uh, so we really worked on his breathing. Inhale, exhale, you know, don't shoot the ball until you're. Fully. I don't know if you're a basketball coach or a Lamage coach. Either well, way, hey, if it works, breathing. You know go what? For it. I I have <laughs> I've seen my wife give birth to three kids, so I'm good. I've been <laughs> I've, I I can help with the breathing on that. You know, even though, um, uh, I you know, I, even though I didn't have to actually give the birth. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but that being said, I I um, I was talking to Khalid about just really being smart and and, and and really taking a deep breath before you shoot the ball because he he's so tight and tense, he looks like on shooting the free throw, that we've got to release that energy. We've got to have that tension and stress out through the shoulders. And I'll tell you, he shot the ball much better. Um, he You know, down there, he looked better on the free throw shooting. He, he, he made a bunch. We'll see how it translates to a game. I'll be reminding him, you know, take a deep breath, breathe, breathe. Um, I had a guy in Memphis, guy named by the name of Greg Graber, um, back in the days in Memphis, and he used to always tell me, just you know, if I could give you one word of advice, just breathe. And um, and so sometimes we move so fast we forget to, that we're actually breathing on each, mm. each second. But I told Khalid just about the breath, and so I'm hoping that works. Maybe I'll do the breath with him while he's shooting the free throw, and because uh, whatever it takes, we need to make our free throws. I understand it is agonizing for our fans. It's agonizing for me. It's it just it, it you know when those things miss on those free throws. I mean it's just an extra. It's more gray hair on my head. Um, it's just you know more. I can feel the stress shoot right up to from my stomach to my heart every time we miss a free throw because I'm like, we need every point that we can get. We can't be giving away these type of freebies, and we've just got to put it in. So. 
you know, hopefully Wednesday we shoot the ball better from the free throw line. I, you know, you, like you said, we we shot the ball pretty well from three. Then we just had some of, we had some great looks from from a guy like Michael Devoe. He just didn't fall for him. Mm-hmm. Kentucky did a good job guarding him. Uh, with Khalid, he had uh, three assists, running the point. Also finished with ten points. He was one of three double-digit scorers against Kentucky. Moses Wright had another double-double. He's been averaging a double-double over his last four games, thirteen and ten. Versus the Wildcats, Bubba Parham also cracked double figures. He had 10 in those two stone-cold threes. They had the Rupp fans gasping, uh, worried that there was going to be another eruption of three-point shooting from Bubba for another well, year. when you watch the tape and of the game and Bubba hits those threes, Coach Calipari is going crazy <laughs> because he's like, what? How does this happen? I mean, he was going nuts on the sideline. And, you know, he's a little animated. He's animated like I am on the sidelines a little bit here and there. And uh, maybe that's where I got it from. Um, <clears throat> a tad bit, but uh, um, uh, but but I will say that uh, uh, going back to um, uh, Moses Wright, you know Moses Wright has, like you said, he's had four straight double doubles. You said not four straight double doubles. He's been averaging, averaging a double double, double over his four. last four. Yeah. So uh, you know, and again, Moses has gotten better. I mean, you can see. I thought he really played well versus Kentucky. He was really engaged. Let me tell you what I was really proud about and how we played at Ken- with, with the Kentucky game. We talked so much about offensive or about us. We talked about three things. You got to fight, 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 fight like crazy on every possession, and and you got to finish. Finish, finish, finish. Now, it's not about finishing on the offensive end. It was about finishing on the defensive end, meaning limit them to one shot. Some of their best offense was offensive rebounding. We did a great job on really cracking back. You know, as again, cracking back, you you go, you go, take your rear end uh, and you go stick it in the, in, in, in the opponent's knees, thigh area that just eliminates and immobilizes them from, the, from the, being able to jump and get the rebounds. Um, and that's that is how you have physical a hit first mentality. And I talk to our guys. We got to hit first. There's going to be a collision. The collision has to come through us first. We have to be the hit first mentality. You know, we've got to be physical. We got to accept it. And we've got to. There's there's going. We've got to embrace the collision. And um, so we did. We only we held the eight. Uh, offensive rebounds. So I was really proud about that because they're a very good offensive rebounding oh, yeah. team. And so we, 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 we spent a lot of time on that, and that was important for us. And um, um, but, but Moses Wright, again, not one ACC offer. He was a zero-star recruit. Uh, he didn't start playing basketball till his whatever sophomore, junior year of high school. He's gotten better, and I'm really proud of his 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 continuation of his development. Sensing a different mindset from Moses right now. It's one thing to believe it; it's another thing to have the numbers to back it up. And over the last four games, Moses has certainly shown that. Higher Regency Atlanta has rambling rates all season. Visit HigherRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTAC. Higher Regency Atlanta, a preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Back for more GT60 with Josh Pastor after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit buyfordnow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Court, a part 
part of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Company is the nation's leading provider of transition services, including furniture rental for home and office, even furnishings, destination services, apartment locating, touring, and other services. With more than 100 offices, showrooms, and clearance centers across the U.S., operations in the U.K., and partners in more than 80 countries, no other furniture rental company can match Court's breadth of services and company-wide commitment to making a house a home, an office a great place to work, and an event a memorable celebration. For more info, visit Court.com. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. It's not just our color, it's our commitment. It defines us, drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And GT60 is brought to you by your Atlanta area BMW centers. BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics. Shall we get into some questions on Twitter tonight, Coach? I think that's great. Right. I uh, look forward to it, and that's what's great about doing a live show. I want to repeat, part of doing a live show is I want people, because this is this is Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket Nation's team, so I, I want them to have the, the opportunity to ask good, bad, or indifferent when things are going well, not well, to ask whatever they want. You can always email me, jpassner at athletics.gatech. Dot edu jpassner at athletics.gatech.edu if you uh, are replying to some emails late at night in hawaii that's going to be some interesting times those emails hopefully they're all good with wins inbox yeah absolutely we'll wait for that all right first let's begin with troy troy should co-host this show he's always got some good questions coach he says after saturday i'm even more confused about what is a flagrant foul he's referring to moses's flagrant one with three minutes to go in the first half and says why is there an emphasis on coaches staying in their coaching box. Well, Troy, thanks for the uh, Twitter questions and uh, I, really uh, qu good questions on both of them. Number one, regarding the flagrant foul, I, I didn't agree with the flagrant foul on Moses. He made a play on the ball. They said because he f he went through the ball. And I said, I told the officials, what went through the ball? What else is he supposed to do? He's making a play on the ball. I understand if he, if he uh, cocked his fist and like swung at the kid. I mean, the guy made a play on the basketball. It was a collision in midair. I mean, 
I mean, and and so there was no intent to hurt or I mean, he made a play on the basketball. They're two high level athletes. Uh, and, and I think because of the fall that the kid have, I, 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 I disagree with it. Obviously, they they disagree with me and uh, just, you know, what am I? It is what it is. And that's technically what the rule is, is if it's it's if you kind of go through or any intent or or not making a play on the ball. And my whole thing was the play. There was a play on the ball. So. Look, it is what it is. You can look at it different viewpoints, and so I, 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 I thought it was a foul, obviously, but not, not. I shouldn't. I, I felt it should not have got elevated to a flagrant one, but obviously the refs did. So um, that is what it is. Uh, regarding the coaching box, I've never seen dueling warnings given to coaches for straying outside their coaching box. Yeah, um, and we're and and that's just that's just again part of the rules. Uh, we got to stay in the coaching box. That's what they want, and that's what we've got to do. And, uh, you know, and, and, of course, a lot of times you're just outside the coaching box, not yelling at the officials. You're talking and coaching your team. Uh, but they're pretty adamant about when you stay in the box. Part of it is they did extend the line moving upward towards the half court, which is great, with same line where the NBA is used. So we appreciate that. But uh, uh, it's just a, you know, that's just a point of emphasis is just staying in the box. All right, there you go, Troy. You asked, Coach answered. Let's continue here on GT60 again. If you want to ask a question, the hashtag on Twitter is GT60. If you are driving, don't text and drive. You can call instead, 866-477-7020. Dale has a question that concerns Jose Alvarado, and he wants to know what is the trainer, and I think by trainer he means your strength and conditioning coach, Dan Taylor. Pardon me, Dr. Dan Taylor. Heard his doctor earlier this fall. Uh, what is uh, Dr. Dan Taylor and Jose doing so that when Jose returns to the court, he doesn't get winded after a couple of trips down the court. Well, yep. Thank you, Dale. Appreciate you uh, uh, sending a uh, great question on on the Twitter on the Twitter line, and hope you're well. And um, <clears throat> I appreciate you reaching out as always. But uh, regarding Jose Alvarado, great question. I mean, Jose Alvarado. Actually, we sent him to a doctor uh, in Wisconsin, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, an ankle specialist, supposed to be one of the best. Uh, he saw some doctors here. We wanted to try to even see because it was, you know, and we have great doctors obviously here in Atlanta, but we wanted to keep getting as many opinions as we can because, um, you know, we needed to try to get as much information as we can to find out why on this sprain are we missing something here? Why why is it taking so long? So uh, we did we did get him to a doctor up there. We came back. So um, he is he is doing some activity right now. And, uh, Dale, what he's doing right now is a lot of things with our trainer, not Dr. Taylor, our strength coach, but actually our trainer, Richard Stewart. Mm-hmm. So, like, yesterday, he or on Saturday he, at, at, at Lexington, he did a pool workout with our trainer, not our strength coach, but our trainer, because yeah. he wanted to, to see it, uh, did a pool workout for an hour worth of conditioning. Yesterday, he did an alter-G workout which is a zero-gravity treadmill workout. So it's like you're in outer space. So you're running, but you're, you're only running, running on like 20% no, of your body correct, weight, if that. If that. Mm-hmm. And so you're, and so it's really, you know, when you have bumped ankles or something with your lower extremities, you're able to run into, it's called the Alter-G, and it's like being in space uh, because it's you can put as low gravity as you want or as little gravity as you want, and so, but it is still gets your heart rate up. So to, to, to have that conditioning. And uh, so we've been doing that today. He did shoot in the while we were practicing. He went up to the practice gym and shot a bunch of shots, standstill shots. Now we had Dr. Taylor there with him because then he lifted after that as well too. Um, we'll just keep ramping up the the 
the um, conditioning, Dale, and 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 to your point. So what what the key is now is he has to be able to practice two consecutive days before he can play. If he can go two full practices, then he can play. So whenever that is, whenever he says he's ready to go two full practices, then he'll be ready to go play in a game. Um, <clears throat> now, obviously, his other muscles because he was in a boot for over two weeks. He did nothing on his feet, on his ankle, that, you know, his shin, his ankles, his foot is going to be weaker. He's going to have lost some muscle because he didn't walk on it or anything for two straight weeks. So building that back up, and then you want to make sure you strengthen other muscles in that leg, hamstrings, thighs, groin, buttocks, um, you know, just, you know, calves to make sure there's no other issue uh, there as well and overcompensating on anything part of that. So we're working through it. Uh, you know, obviously the pro- the projectile is that he'll be able to play December 31st for okay. Florida State. And people who watched the game on Saturday saw him on the bench, didn't have the walking boot on, so once he shed the walking boot, that at least seems to be a step, pardon the pun, uh, in the right direction he, for he, Jose. He, he, he's making strides, uh, uh, but I still think the projectile right now, I mean, look, I want him to play Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I hope he does, but the reality of it is, is probably going to be more. Uh, the reality is going to be more on December 31st for Florida State. All right, quick question before the break. Jose went to an ankle specialist in Green Bay, Wisconsin. How badly did your assistant coach Julian Swartz lobby to get on that plane? Being the Wisconsinite, Wisconsin, Wisconsinian, Wisconsinite, he's a cheesehead and a big Packers fan. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, well, he knows that area. He, he went, you know, he played at the University of Wisconsin. He uh, graduated from Wisconsin, um, and he grew up in Milwaukee. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's a big Packers <laughs> guy. Uh, he knows all about um, uh, sausage and cheese, about the oh, best sausage Oh, he probably gave all the restaurant recommendations he, he to has, Jose. Yeah, so he, he, he knows that area. Of town. And, and, and obviously the Packers – um, you know, if you're from that state, you know, there's nothing like the Green Bay Packers, as you know. But uh, um, the good thing, there was just it's it's an it was an odd place for it. Yeah. And what happened was was actually the you know, w- w- it's an odd place. The guy, the doctor grew up there and that's just kind of how the doctor ended up there. Um, and but a lot of pro athletes go to them all across the country. All right. You are still waiting to get Jose back. But come Wednesday, you will gain Jordan Usher for your game versus Ball State. I want to talk more about your six seven wing from Canada. Georgia, who will be eligible and wearing the white and gold for the first time at McCamish on Wednesday. We'll do so after the timeout. GT60 is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Back after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. At Georgia Power, we believe our lake should be filled with water, not trash. That a healthy honeybee population will pollinate a healthier environment. That building homes is just as important as powering them. That's why we believe what we do off the grid is just as important as the clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy we provide on it. And that's a different kind of energy. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. RamblinRec.com is your home for up-to-the-minute Georgia Tech sports news. Log on to RamblinRec.com and you'll find exclusive stories, updated stats, ticket and scheduling information, and much more on the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. Plus, you can tune into live games and coaches show broadcasts from anywhere in the world. Follow your favorite Jackets team online and keep up with Georgia Tech sports news as it happens at RamblinRec.com, the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra, and welcome back to GT60. The hashtag on Twitter, very easy, GT60. If you want to call in with your question, the phone lines are open, 866-477-7020. And come Wednesday, Coach, you will usher in a new era of Georgia Tech basketball, specifically Jordan Usher, your transfer from Southern Cal. He uh, enrolled mid-semester or mid-season, I should say, last year. So had to wait until the end of the fall semester to gain his eligibility at Georgia Tech. 6'7", 220-pound wing, can slide between guard and forward. What are Georgia Tech fans going to see when Jordan Usher hits the floor on Wednesday? Well, first I'd like to know, uh, was that set up ushering in for Jordan Usher or did you just come up with that? Because that's awfully t- – you're just, I, I've always – been just amazed with your talent level so this just puts it at a whole nother level ah whatever you want to believe okay there you go i'm just excited to be calling his highlights come wednesday well um uh i think jordan's going to help us now let me just say this first off i'm really proud of jordan for the growth and development that he's made through the year that he's uh, been in in the year of residence, as they like to call it, with the NCAA. He transferred from USC from Southern California uh, last December, so December of 2018. This is why he's eligible to December 2019. And uh, a couple things with Jordan. Look, he's he's not. Uh, we're he, you know getting Jordan Usher doesn't mean we're. It's not like getting LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Or Michael Jordan. Or Michael Jordan. I mean, so let's keep it in perspective. I mean, is he going to help us and make us a better team? Yes. Uh, uh, but he doesn't automatically going to just guarantee yeah. to win a national title. He does make us a better team. Let me tell you why. Uh, he's got really good size. He is a junior. He's got great athleticism, quick twitch muscle. I mean, just really fast athleticism in that sense. He can really go downhill. He's really improved on his shooting. He's getting better as a basketball player. He's going to bring instant energy and give you a jolt of energy. And, and um, um, you know, he's going to make our team better. He just is. So we're really excited about adding him and having him join us. And when we get Jose Alvarado back and have our full complement, um, you know, I think we got a chance to have, you know, to be 
to win games. And, and, and again, in the end, it's going to be, you know, I think, I mean, look, every game we play, we want to win. There's never a game that we haven't been involved that, that we don't do everything we can in our power with every focus to try to win the game in preparation for, um, for that game. Uh, and, and that's going to be the same for Ball State and the Diamond Head. But I know, you know, for the Georgia Tech faithful, Yellow Jacket Nation, a lot's going to come down to work. what do we do and how do we do it during ACC play? And right now we have 18 remaining games in ACC play. We are one and one. And, uh, you know, that we got a juggernaut to start the, to start off with, you know, at Florida State, at North Carolina, Duke at home. So, um, you know, we, I like our group. When we're fully healthy, we got a chance to be to be a good basketball team in this league, mm-hmm. to continue to move the needle. And uh, our guys are getting better, even the ones because of a Jordan Usher or a Jose Alvarado not taking up minutes right at this time, pr- to based on the first uh, eight games. Um, it give it's given a lot of other guys some great opportunities and minutes and experience that will make us that much better, not only for this year but down the road. Jordan played 12 games last year in the fall semester for Southern Cal, 8.6 points, 3.7 rebounds a game. He shot 40% from three as a freshman for the Trojans. Now, he's kind of your classic wing, 6'7", 220 pounds. Is he a three who can slide to the four, depending on the lineup combination, a three who could play the two? How do you see him uh, fitting different needs of your lineup? Yeah, I think he can slide either way and kind of the way we play with, you know, with with, uh, being a little bit interchangeable and – uh, he can size down. You can size up with him. It really doesn't matter with because he's multidimensional. I think you know. You know how much uh, I I believe in cutting. I love cutting. And and and, and cutting, cutting, cutting um, is so important. He can be. And and we're not. And we haven't cut as well as we need to in some areas. Now, he will help us on that. He will be. A, he will be a great cutter for us. He can be an elite cutter, and that and 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 that will help within with what we're doing and so uh um you know he's gonna he's gonna give us a great a jolt of energy i mean he's an energy giver you know how it is i mean yeah. it's not about taking energy it's about giving energy and he does that with his motor another quality that i think he brings to the floor uh is that latent shot clocks he can clear out and just with that athleticism and explosiveness get to the rim, get you a bucket he can score off the bounce uh and i noticed in the kentucky game particularly the second half when there were stretches where the offense seemed to bog down, a lot of it was a result of late shot clock possessions having to get something created uh, against that Kentucky length with the shot clock trickling down. Well, um, part of it is <clears throat> there's a few things. Andy, it's, it's you know, to, to, late shot clock is a lot of times just breakdown offense. We don't have a lot of guys right now to, that just say, hey, go get me a bucket. The best guy to do that at the time was Todrick Jackson or mm-hmm. Josh Okogie. They just go get you a bucket. You know, they go beat a guy and just go get you a bucket. You know, like Michael DeVoe is really crafty. He a lot of times needs maybe a ball screen and, and just to help get some angles and stuff. So Jose can get you a bucket. Hang, yeah. Jose can get you a bucket because he can kind of get in there. Bubba, you know, he's more where maybe he's got he's that step back to shoot the three. So, But now, on the other hand, depending on who you're playing out there, guys can also sag off. 
And, you know, if certain guys are playing, they might not guard certain guys. And so it can get a little bit jam-packed. That's why making threes is so important. But uh, <clears throat> So being able to create your own shot or getting your bucket when you need to in a breakdown situation is really, really important. And Jordan will help in that area uh, because of his downhill motor, because of his speed and his athleticism. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll help on uh, in that. And part of the bog down um, is – there's a few things <clears throat> is, you know, when, 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 and, and Kentucky's an elite defensive team. We've played some really good teams. And I meant to give you the stat of the power five teams, the power of all the power five teams, we've played the sixth toughest schedule in the entire country of all the power five teams. So we've, we've challenged ourselves and we've had, we've played tough games with really good defenses. I mean, Arkansas was one an elite defensive team. Kentucky's an elite defensive team. So, you know, we've really, really challenged ourselves and, and obviously Syracuse known with their zone. So, um, <clears throat> uh, uh, you know, but, but that's part of it is late shot clock being able to just to, you know, I call it the play after the play to continue the rhythm and flow and energy without having to pull something out. And that is what we're looking at. Do we need to be at times more set play oriented or can we continue to run, you know, positionless basketball in a sense? So we're constantly tweaking and adjusting. And now that we have Jordan Usher back, that, you know, that gives us another added dimension. He'll wear number four. He's certain to bring a loud cheering section from Can Georgia with him. And we look forward to you joining them as well. Again, 7 o'clock, the tip time versus Ball State, which has a 5-4 and four record. We'll be on the air with our network pregame at 6.30. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling, and we will have a Coca-Cola ACC refresher on the other side of this timeout. It's GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit buyfordnow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Gold. It's not just our color. It's our commitment. It defines us. Drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Woo, got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. 
Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And let's jump into a Coca-Cola ACC refresher. One game tonight in the conference as Pitt plays host in Northern Illinois. Tuesday, number 19, Florida State welcomes in North Florida. Miami takes on Temple, then alongside our game on Wednesday. Stony Brooks at number 9, Virginia. Syracuse plays host to Oakland. Miami of Ohio travels to number 3, Louisville. And North Carolina goes to number 2, Gonzaga. North Carolina team that, if you hadn't heard, is without its point guard, Cole Anthony, indefinitely because of a knee injury. They lost that well, game to Wofford. And, and, and I was talking to Jay Billis before the game, and he said, you know, team like Carolina, um, you know, when they lose guys uh, to the pros like that, or Virginia, who lost some guys unexpectedly to the pros, it's just hard for them because they can't score. I says, yeah, welcome to Georgia Tech's world when Josh Okoge goes, leaves us or something like that. Or we lose in to injuries with Jose Alvarado or waiting for Jordan Usher. I mean, those are just, yeah, hey, welcome. You know? Sympathy is scarce yeah. around the ACC is, I think, what we're saying. And, of course, our game Wednesday night, 7 p.m., the tip time in McCamish, Georgia Tank versus Ball State clashing for the first time. And then the very next morning, you're headed out to Honolulu for three games at the Diamond Head Classic, December 22nd, 23rd. And Christmas Day is the finale. You will play your first game, Coach, on Christmas Day at Georgia Tech since guess which year? Tell me. Guess. Christmas Day. You guys will be playing Georgia Tech's first Christmas Day game in basketball since what year? Uh, 1968. 1926. Wow. And you know who the opponent was that day? You'll love this. Kentucky? No. <laughs> Slightly lower caliber. The Lorraine, Ohio Lions Club. Wow. The Lorraine, Ohio. So was it a rotary club they were playing? So here's what happened. 1926. Now, Georgia Tech fans might remember the name Roy Mundor, former basketball coach here. That was his very first year. They opened the season on a nine-game, 10-day road trip. So they played nine games in 10 days all on the road. They barnstormed through, I think, Indiana and Ohio, uh, playing a bunch of games. And their Christmas Day game was against the Lorraine Ohio Lions Club. They fended them off 29-28. So Georgia Tech, 1-0 all-time on Christmas Day games. And, yes, that game against the Lions Club counted <laughs> It's not the Loyola Marymount Lions, not the Columbia Lions, but the Lorraine, Ohio Lions Club. Can we get Lorraine, Ohio Lions on our schedule for next season? Uh, you know what? They also played the Cincinnati YMCA that year, so why don't we make a couple of phone like calls it. and see what happens. There you go. Uh, another quick question. Uh, flying Atlanta to Honolulu. I think it's about a nine-and-a-half-hour flight. Over, under on the number of hours you'll be spending watching film on that flight. Oh. Um, Could you watch film all nine and a half hours? I probably won't watch all nine and a half straight 
nine and a half because I'm sure I'll take a little snooze here and there, <laughs> uh, maybe even turn on the uh, TV on the okay. you know because we're flying we're you know we're we're, we're you're, you're flying commercial so you you know you get maybe one of those TV things where you uh, where you can check the uh, the sports stations and find out what's going on but uh, or maybe even watch a movie okay um, but uh, and 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 my family's going so uh, um, you know much of a fa- bunch of people's families are going even though this is a business trip but it's a great opportunity to take take our team to Hawaii. You know what's amazing, Andy, is, and I told this to our – and Evan Colt came up to me and says, man, Coach, since I've been at Georgia Tech, we've gone to China, we've gone to Spain, and now we're going to Hawaii. You know, it's it's pretty good. So you think of those all those miles they've racked up on traveling across the country, plus playing in the ACC. And, you know, when we went to Rupp and played Kentucky, and, you know, it was a great atmosphere to start the game. I mean, gosh, it was packed in the hotel lobby – because we were connected, our hotel was connected to uh, Rupp Arena, and uh, you know, it was you know, our bus was leaving at 3:30, and it was packed. And uh, but you get out there, there's 20,000 people, and it's loud, and you know, a lot of pageantry and all that good stuff. But I told our guys, hey guys, we're in the ACC. We play at Syracuse. We play at Duke. We play at Carolina. We play at Virginia. I mean, this is just this is another game for us, and that's what's the power of playing in the ACC. No question, and you handled that well. Shot 50% in the first half against the Kentucky team that came in sixth in the nation in field goal percentage defense. Great, great uh, history and trivia right there on uh, some of those some of those stuff. Do you know how many miles is, is Atlanta to Honolulu? Are you aware of that? I am not aware. Are you? I am not. Oh, God. Okay. You asked me that as if you already knew the answer. Well, I just was just trying to see how smart you were on that. I'll do some Googling during the time. We've go. got one more commercial break to take. I do want to get into a preview of Ball State. That three-point line may very well be the line in the sand. Goodness this gracious, they shoot, they shoot a lot of threes, and they really shoot at a high clip and really well. We'll break it down much more. Still have a few more minutes if you want to slip in a question. Probably Twitter the best way to go now at this hour. Use the hashtag GT60. We'll wrap things up with Josh Pastor in just a moment. GT60 is brought to you by your Atlanta area BMW centers. BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics. We're back after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. It's not just our color, it's our commitment. It defines us, drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside tech athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family-made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. ET60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Gold. It's not just our color. It's our commitment. It defines us. Drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. Welcome back to GT60, which is brought to you by Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics. 4,490 miles from Atlanta to Honolulu. Coach, there you go. How much? 4,490 miles. Wow. Not bad. Now you know. Okay. All right, but first things first, much closer than Honolulu McCamish Pavilion. You got Ball State coming into town, first ever matchup uh, in series history between you and the Cardinals. They're 5-4 and four on the year. They have already topped the 100-point mark twice, including their last game, which would be 11 days ago, 102-54 versus IUPUI. They are 13th in the nation in made threes per game, so you know what their MO is. What can you tell us about how they unlock all those looks and all those threes? Yeah, Coach James Whitford, the head coach there, uh, former assistant with Sean Miller at Arizona. Uh, he's a really good coach. It is a great job. They're 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 a good basketball team, and man, they can shoot the ball. Uh, I mean, all five guys can really shoot it. They straight they they uh, stretch and space the floor. They space it in transition. I mean, their their five man will rebound the ball and lead the break and find guys in transition. Uh, you know, obviously long shots, long rebounds, so we've got to make sure we come up with those scrums and, and dig those long rebounds out. I would also tell you that, 
you know, they're they're a solid team defensively, uh, um, and and they're a good basketball team. I mean, when you score a hundred points, you're putting you can score the ball. They don't. They're not trying to slow it down. They're going to play high possession. They play really well in transition offense. So we got to do a great job in transition defense because they're going to get it up and get it up quick. Sort of like you know other teams where they're 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 not maybe sprinting directly to the rim. They're sprinting out wide behind the three point line. Uh, so we'll have to be ready to go. I mean, there's no question about it. We're going to have to guard the three, and um, but uh, but then we're going to have to execute on the offensive end. Um, so they're they're a good basketball team, and uh, we'll have to be ready to go. I mean, there's just no denying that, and we'll have to play as we've talked about. You know, we the three things we talked about the Kentucky game: fight, finish, and execute. Got to be translated right into the Ball State game. So uh, Wednesday, seven o'clock, we'll be ready to tip it. They are led by Ishmael Elamine, their guard, averaging 15 points His per game. His dad is Khalid yeah. Elamine, who was a starting point guard for the UConn Huskies 1999 National Championship there team. There you go. Played yep. 17 years overseas. Khalid Elamine. Did you ever uh, play against him when you were at Arizona? You, you know what? Uh, I, actually, I actually had uh, – I ran a scouting service. I remember this. I ran a scouting service called the Josh Pastor Scouting Service when I was a younger guy in, in summer grassroots basketball. And a lot of coaches wanted to buy it, but I had to tell them, you know, my dad and I had to tell them, hey, he's he's 15 years old, you know. But uh, I actually remember watching Khalid Elamine uh, in in the 15 and 16 under AAU Nationals tournament. So I, and putting him on the scouting report, that he's got a chance to be a great guard one day, and all kinds of things I can remember vividly. And he's turned out to be obviously a really good guard, and his son's a really good player uh, as well. And he's shooting 60 percent from three over his they, last four games. They got multiple guys that can shoot the ball. Uh, there's no one on their team that can't shoot it. Uh, they run good stuff, and we'll have to be with a. We'll have to be really good and really sharp uh, in, in the game on Wednesday. Hey, how can you get James Banks re-energized in offense? That's three straight games. James has been held to single digits. Well, I foul trouble has sometimes uh, hampered his, his floor time and his ability to that, get in that, flow. That was a big thing versus Kentucky and some of these other games for Syracuse. He, James Banks has to play like an all-ACC type of guy. He and I t had a long talk today, and I just told him, I said, James, we're not going to be able to have the success that we want to have if you're not playing at the level – of the standard that we have for you. And he goes, Coach, I, I, you know, we're talking about, you know, Coach, do you believe I can be a first team? I said, yes. But I said, but you've got to produce, man. And I said, and I said, you're, you're so good, but you've got to get it done. You've improved. You've come a long way. But we, we've got to depend on you. We've got to know that when we, that ball's tipped, you, we're going to get a double-double from you. And you can dominate without ever scoring a point. And for our team to be successful and to win games, he has to, to be a difference maker. He's got to change the complexion of the game, and that's got to be through block shots, rebounding, rim running, spreading the floor, and he's more than capable of doing it. Well, I would look forward to seeing him uh, acquit himself well on Wednesday night. You do get Jordan. Nosser, make sure you come out, check out his debut, check out your Yellow Jackets, Georgia Tech versus Ball State, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. We'll be on the air 30 minutes prior for pregame at 6.30. That wraps up this week's edition of GT60. Coach Pastor, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. All right, for Josh Pastor, our engineer, Miller Pope, Dan Court's inside the studio. Thanks once again for listening to GT60.